Hey guys, how's it going? In case you didn't know, this is the first episode of Boda, or Birth of the Music Artist. In this podcast, I'll be going over music artists, telling you how they came to be, and screaming in your face about whether I love them or hate them. Anyway, for the first episode of Boda, I'll be talking to you about Adam Levine, a popular music artist and the lead singer for the band Maroon 5. But before we start, I want you to keep in mind that Bode can also coincidentally stand for Be Open to a Lot. Please keep this in mind when I play this band's music for you every 10 seconds. Are you ready? I hope you enjoy what I've put together. This is who Adam Levine is and was. Adam Levine is most widely known for his place in Maroon 5, a more famous band whose music we've been listening to since 2002. But the story actually goes a little bit deeper than, mm, they just crashed the radio hits a few years back. In fact, it actually started a little over 20 years ago, in 1994, when Adam Levine was 15 years old and a high school student at Brentwood High. Just another high school student, Adam and his friend were just getting through high school. Maybe getting good grades, maybe not, or just playing some guitar after school. He and his friend played guitar and practiced it as a hobby. At the time, a hobby is all music was and all it would have been. In the same year, Adam's friend introduced him to Ryan Dusick, a friend and drummer. He soon joined the other two in their hobby of playing basic music. Levine and Dusick continued playing music with each other and soon began playing more and more often. Levine and Dusick both attended Brentwood, and so did the other band members that Levine and Dusick were soon to meet. Mickey Madden and Jesse Carmichael also went to Brentwood, and shortly after they met Levine and Dusick, the four boys formed a band. They all agreed on a name based off of a girl from the same high school, and with the name, Cara's Flowers was playing songs up and down the streets in small, unofficial performances. Playing songs for smaller audiences, they made money, as well as enjoyed their years in high school. It was sometime later in 1997, when they were playing for an audience at a beach in Malibu, when producer Tommy Allen heard them playing and said he would look over and manage the band. With this, they started writing songs, and later in 1997, they released their first album, The Fourth World. This rockish, popish mutation had 11 songs with the lead single. Soap Disco. Yes, this was actually predicted to be a hit. However, their fresh lead hit didn't find its way to too many stores or radio stations. The album was purchased and listened to by a decent amount of people, but not nearly enough. The album was considered a failure. It was at the start of 1998 when the band dropped and a roadblock had seemed to have been set. Dusick and Madden attended the local college, while Levine and Carmichael moved to Long Island, New York, and attended a college there. The majority of the band members were separated for three entire years before another opportunity rose. 
The four reunited in 2001 and started writing song demos. They wanted back into the music industry, and they worked for that goal consistently. To their luck, they soon encountered three executives from Octane Records, and soon presented them with the three song demos that they had worked on, and one song was even referred to as a genius song. This song, named Sunday Morning, got them back into the game and with a new start. This song was different from their previous works, because the members had combined their old style with what was found in the city. Octane found a guitarist named James Valentine and added him to the group to allow Levine to sing without carrying the strings around. With the new member, new songs, and a bright future in music, Octane wanted to change one more thing. It was mutually agreed by Octane and the boys to rename the band itself to represent a new start. And so there you have it. With great music released, and even more to come, Maroon 5 is now on many people's phones and in many people's lives. Here's a little bit about what Adam Levine did for me. When I was seven, me and my parents watched our first TV show as a family. It was called The Voice, a show where people auditioned in front of an audience, hoping to get chosen by one of the four judges and granted a career in music. Those chosen would go sing against the other selected singers and prove they were the best. Growing up, my favorite judge was someone who made me laugh. His name was Adam Levine. It was after years of watching this with my parents that I realized, A, Adam Levine could sing, and B, he was also the lead singer for my favorite band at the time, Maroon 5. Growing up, Maroon 5 is what I listened to on my old MP3 player when I got home from school, after a long day at my scary school full of scary teachers and scary bullies that would attempt inserting your fist into your face without a reason. For me, this band really helped me get through those things, and to even be at the grade school I'm at today. I am inserting my title here 